Welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about ditching diet culture and helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight by helping them keep it simple. I'll be sharing tips, nutrition information, and actionable strategies. Plus, I'll be your coach to keep you motivated so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. All right, let's get started. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. In today's episode, I'm talking all about habits. Habits are like the invisible architecture of our life. Our habits shape our existence and our future. Habits are also a key component of healthy eating and weight loss success. Today, I'm going to go through how do you change the habits manifesto, how to build new habits, some examples, and of course, my tip of the episode. So stick around until the end. Let's get started with how do we change? And if you listen to one of my previous episodes, I talked all about change and whether we really can change or not. So you can always go back and listen to that. It's um, near the beginning, the stages of change episode. One of the keys to changing is habits. And if we can change our habits, then we can change our lives. So what are habits? They are the small decisions you make and actions you perform every day. According to research, habits account for about 40% of our behaviors on any given day. Your life today is the sum of your habits. So what you repeatedly do ultimately forms the person who you are, the things you believe, and the personality that you portray. So when you learn to transform your habits, you can ultimately transform your whole life. Some describe habits and change in the sense that habits eliminate the need for self-control. So for example, people use self-control to resist temptation. So let's say you're trying to use self-control to resist the temptation to eat the cookie that is in your meeting in your office. And this is very similar to like when people discuss using willpower to try and make dietary changes. But people generally tend to only succeed using self-control about half of the time. Self-control and willpower, they are not unlimited. You run out of both of these things as you go through your day, your week, etc. So you only have so much self-control. You only have so much willpower. And habits help you conserve the amount of self-control that you have in your everyday life. This is why I talk a lot about not relying on self-control, not relying on willpower in order to achieve your goals because it's not unlimited. Your gas tank of willpower and self-control end up running out. And so the idea is creating habits to conserve this self-control and that habits can make change possible because it frees us from the decision-making and from using self-control. And I'll get a little bit more into it so it'll make more sense. But ideally, you're not relying on self-control to make decisions in the moment. The habits that you are putting into place become automatic. They become part of your daily behaviors. And it's more automatic for you to be making those decisions rather than relying on that sense of self-control. So 
The habit is you don't eat in meetings or you always bring your own snack to the meeting and therefore you're not relying on self-control to sit and will yourself to not eat the cookies that are sitting on the table in the meeting because either you are bringing a snack to the meeting or you're going to eat a snack after or you've created a habit where you don't snack in meetings. Whatever works for you, but that's just a quick example. Let's move on now to Habits Manifesto. There's an author named Gretchen Rubin, and she wrote a book called Better Than Before, What I Learned About Making and Breaking Habits to Sleep More, Quit Sugar, Procrastinate Less, and Generally Build a Happier Life. The Habits Manifesto comes from this book. So if you want to learn more about her book, Better Than Before, I will link it in the show notes, which you can find at lauravamander.com slash podcast. This is episode 17. And you can read more about Gretchen Rubin there. She's got a lot of um, books and information on habits, but this is taken from her Better Than Before book. And I really just like this list of the Habits Manifesto. So I'm going to share them with you, a couple of them, because they really resonated with me and with the work that I do with clients. And so I'm hoping that if I can share them with you in this episode, then you can maybe take one or two of them and kind of have it as a little, you know, affirmation or reminder as you are trying to create new habits. So let's just go through them. What we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. This really resonates with me because it's all about being consistent. It's all about the small changes more than, you know, the three-day juice cleanse that you are going to do next week with your bestie. Make it easy to do right and hard to go wrong. This one is great because this is all about simplifying your life, make it super simple, pack yourself a protein bar, leave it in your car so that when you get into your car to drive your kids to school, the bar is already there and you're making this habit of eating breakfast first thing in the morning rather than skipping it. You're making it harder to forget about it. Focus on actions, not outcomes. This is a big one when you are setting goals and SMART goals and focusing on what you are going to do and achieving that rather than what you will gain from doing that action. Things often get harder before they get easier. As you know, weight loss is a hard journey. It's not a linear line downwards. It's all about navigating challenges and what you do in those moments, how you can learn from things when they are hard, and then it will get easier when you start putting those habits into place and that structure and that learning. When we give more to ourselves, we can ask more from ourselves. This really hits home with that whole like self-care concept that you see a lot of on social media now. Moms are notorious for not making themselves a priority. It's really hard for us moms to put ourselves in front of other things because we, you know, feel like that we need to be selfless and put our kids first and our family first and everyone goes ahead of us. But really, when we are giving more to ourselves, then we can ask more from ourselves and then we can be the best version of ourselves for all the important people in our lives. It's easier to change our surroundings than ourselves. That is very true. It's hard to change. I've talked about it before. And so simple things like rearranging your fridge or taking food off your countertops so that you don't see it is a much easier step in the right direction rather than trying to change something that is inherent to your personality. We manage what we monitor. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more next. 
And my last one that I'm going to share with you is once we're ready to begin, begin now. This sort of resonates with the whole concept like diet doesn't start Monday. The best time to start is now. Don't wait till next week, next month. There's always going to be something that you can tell yourself to not start. And so when you think about starting, the best way to do it is just take one small step forward and start. Next, I'm going to talk about how to build new habits. I talk about this all the time, but I'll say it over and over and over and seriously never stop saying it. Start small and start simple. One of the most important things to building new habits is monitoring. You really need to monitor what you will like your habit to be and then what your action is going to be and then you will see the outcome. So whether this is monitoring yourself through weighing yourself on the scale, keeping a food journal, check-ins with a coach or a friend, ticking things off of a list, there's lots of different options. You just need to pick something that is going to work for you. It really is important that you have this layer of monitoring because it helps you achieve that goal and helps you keep accountable to yourself. If you want something to count in your life, you need to figure out a way to count it. I like that little saying. And it also eliminates the ability to fool yourself. If you are monitoring what you are doing and how you're making a change and how you're creating a new habit, you're not able to kind of tell, you know, little lies to yourself that, you know, it's not working or whatever it might be because you have proof in the pudding right there in your monitoring, um, whether it's working for you or not. And then what do you need to change so that it will continue to work for you? The next thing that is important in creating new habits is making it specific and time-bound and scheduling it into your day. Of course, this is part of the SMART goal acronym. It's the S in the acronym specific and the T time-bound. And so scheduling it and making it really small and super specific makes it more likely that you are going to convert this activity into a habit. And this is what I talk about when we're talking about setting SMART goals is we set a goal and we make it small and we keep doing it and we're consistent. And the goal is that then we're making it a habit and eventually you're making it what we call a super habit. So it's like you put your pants on the exact same way every single day. That is a super habit. You're not even thinking about it. You're just doing it. So we want to break things into small chunks. So let's say you have a goal of you want to walk 20 minutes a day, perhaps splitting it that goal into two 10 minute walks actually is going to help you better achieve the goal. I talk about this a lot where the small goals achieve the small goal that fills your motivation cup and gets you to keep going and then you build up from there and the small goals add up to larger goals and the larger goals add up to your overall health and wellness goals. Some people believe that in order to create a new habit, it can take about 21 days to form. Other research shows that on average, it can take up to 60 days. And this is why we need to get it scheduled into our calendar because it takes time. The last thing that's important for making new habits is accountability. It's not enough to make it specific and schedule it and monitor it you have to follow it. Accountability is, of course, a huge, powerful factor in habit formation. Hello, that's me over here. I am the accountability factor for you. That is why coaching works for people. 
the check-ins, the touch points, knowing that someone's going to check in with you, knowing that you have someone to ask questions to, and when you believe that you may be held accountable for your actions, even if it's only to yourself, you are more likely to do it. When you don't feel accountable, you actually behave worse. So find a coach. Me, my name's Laura. Hi, I'm here to be your coach. Find a friend, find a family member, put it on social media, whatever you want to do, find a layer of accountability that is going to work for you. Okay, and the last thing that I'm going to talk about in this episode about habits is just some quick examples of habits that people can work towards in order to help them achieve their goals. And I'm just going to run through a quick list for you. The first one is sticking to a meal routine. So that can look like eating at the same time each day, eating three meals and two snacks, eating three meals, eating six small meals. It can be different, but sticking to a routine for meals and snacks can be helpful. Daily steps. This is a great habit. There's an easy way to monitor it. There's lots of different step counters. I recently talked about how 10 minutes of walking is highly underrated. This is a good one to start small and build from there. And it's a really easy one to monitor and be held accountable to. Get a friend. My husband always talks about how my cousin's husband like closes his rings on his Apple watch. And he's like, oh, I got to like get up and go do an activity because he sees him closing him his and it motivates him to do the same. The next one is always read food labels is another habit that you could get into. I just did a live training on this last week. I will throw the link in the show notes. It's in my Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms, all about how to read a nutrition facts label and how you can make it work for you and making healthy food choices for you and your family. Thinking about your drinks, so making things like I don't drink juice, I don't drink pop, I only drink water during the week, whatever it might be, not drinking your calories. You guys, you know that I love that one. Eating breakfast is another great habit that people do to get towards their health goals. Getting outside every day, there's definitely something to be said for getting some fresh air, whether it's the middle of the winter or the middle of the summer, even just 5-10 minutes can do wonders. Making a habit of always sitting to eat. I've talked about this before, standing to eat, eating over the kitchen sink, eating scraps off your kids' plates. It's all part of mindless eating. Mindless eating helps, uh, um, doesn't help us. It hinders us and it really doesn't allow us to be mindful in our food choices. And a habit that we always want to be making is making mindful food choices. So create a small habit first. You're always sitting to eat. And the last one that I'm going to share as an example is creating a nice bedtime routine. So saying to yourself, I am going to always go to bed by 10 p.m. And whether that means that you are just in bed and reading, but it's always 10 p.m. Because sleep is a super underrated, um, important factor in health and wellness. And so creating a small habit where you're just setting yourself a little bit of a guideline on a bedtime can do wonders. I mean, we put our kids to bed because we know that they need sleep in order to grow and learn, and we really should be doing the same thing for ourselves as well. That is the end of my list of examples. I could go on and on, but obviously I'm not going to bore you with examples. I want you to come up with your own, but I thought I would give you a couple to get those wheels turning in your head of something that might um, resonate with you. This now brings us into my tip of this episode. So my tip is, when should you begin? Um, now. Start now and start small. We don't wait for Monday or next month or tomorrow 
or, you know, after the, the next uh, event that you're going to or after this next holiday. We're going to start now and we're going to start small so that we are not overwhelmed. What I want you to do this week is pick one thing that you can modify and then set a SMART goal around it. So just as a reminder, SMART goals are specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. So for example, I would like to get better sleep and I want to create a better habit around my bedtime routine. And so that is one thing that I'm going to modify this week and I'm going to set a SMART goal around it. So I'm going to say my goal is, I will go up to my bedroom and get ready for bed no later than 10 p.m. on Tuesday and Thursday this week. It's very specific. I'm going up to my bed and getting ready for bed. I'm putting my phone away. It's measurable because I said 10 p.m. and I'm going to do it on Tuesday and Thursday. It's very actionable. I feel like this is realistic because I didn't pick every single day this week. I feel confident that I can get this done. And that is what I'm going to do as my one thing that I'm going to modify this week to help me stay accountable to this. I'm going to tell R that this is my goal and I'm going to help that he helps me stay on track with this. If you would like to share your goal with someone, a friend, your partner, myself, shoot me a message on Instagram and tell me the one thing that you're going to modify this week and what your goal is around it. I love talking about habits. I can talk about it all day, every day. I talk about it every time I'm talking to a new client or existing clients. I hate willpower and self-control. So I hope that you learned something new today and that you're ready with your very small goal for this week to move you forward in the creation of a new habit. I honestly could talk about habits so much more. So stay tuned for future episodes on this really important topic. All right. Thanks for listening. Of course, you can find a summary of the show and all the links that I mentioned in my show notes, which are at lauravermander.com slash podcast. If you're looking for some more community, some like-minded moms, then you should be joining my free Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. I do a live Q&A every month. I'm going to start doing more nutrition training and mini education sessions as well. So hop on over there and get in the group so that you don't miss out. And if you liked this episode, make sure that you're following the show so that you don't miss new episodes. They come out every single week. And I'd love if you take a minute to leave me a review or share with a friend who you think might enjoy listening. All right. Excited to chat again next week. Bye for now. 